0: It is Monday, February 28th, 2022. Welcome to the African History Network show. I'm your host, Brother Michael M. Hotep. We're broadcasting right here on 9, 10 a.m. Superstation WFDF. Be sure to follow uh, 9, 10 a.m. on uh, iHeartRadio. Download the iHeartRadio app. You can listen live through I, I Radio, And also follow 9, 10 a.m. Uh, Superstation WFDF on Facebook uh, as well. Okay, so uh, as I was saying, we're going to give you an update on some stories we covered on Monday's show, all right? We know that some of the African immigrants who were trying to get out uh, of Ukraine, some of them have been able to make it to Poland, some are going to Romania, uh, but some are still trying to get out. And I've been seeing more video uh, that came out today. We're gonna look at some of these articles here. Uh, BBC has a uh, article dealing with uh, Nigeria condemns treatments, Uh, Treatment of Africans. Uh, This is a story here from People Magazine, people.com that I saw this morning. This one came out February 28th, 933 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. African students fleeing Ukraine claim discrimination at Poland border. Quote, we're not getting any help, end quote. We're not getting any help, end quote. Now we do know that some of the uh, African immigrants have been able to make it out of Ukraine, since some of these articles were written, but some are still trying to get out. Okay, some are still trying to get out. Uh, we see that Nigeria is uh, responding. Uh, BBC has a has an article here. Um, Nigeria condemns treatment of Africans. Nigeria condemns treatment of Africans. This is from the uh, BBC. This came out. Uh, sometime around noon, or I think it was probably about 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, And Stephanie uh, Hegarty was quoted in the, who wrote this story for the BBC. She's quoted in the article from People Magazine. Um, You have people that are circulating information on social media to help the African migrants. Uh, Amanda Seals posted this on her Instagram page. Uh, Tamika Mallory picked it up as well as DL Hughley. We're gonna share some of that information with you as well. But uh, this piece here from the BBC, uh, Ukraine conflict, Nigeria condemns treatment of Africans. Nigeria condemns treatment of Africans. And here we see a picture before the conflict, there were several thousand African students in Ukraine, as we talked about on Sunday's show, you have African students from Nigeria, from Egypt, from Morocco, who are there uh, studying medicine, studying engineering, you even have some from Ghana. I was reading about one student from Ghana who's trying to get out. Nigerian government has condemned reports that its citizens and those of other African countries have been stopped from leaving war-torn Ukraine. Isaac, a Nigerian man trying to get into Poland, said border staff told him they were not tending to Africans, quote, not tending to Africans. Now, he told the uh, uh, Isaac, told the BBC, we've been chased back. We've been chased back. We've been uh, hit with police armed sticks. We've been hit with police armed with sticks. Uh, now, South South African foreign uh, office official, Clayson Moyela, also said students have been badly treated at the border, badly treated at the border. And let me see the uh, let's see if we can increase the font size here of this. All right. Now we're coming up here on the break. Uh, we'll continue this on the other side of the break. Also, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about Republicans trying to dig up dirt on uh judge katanji brown jackson who uh joe biden nominated to the u.s supreme court they're trying to find dirt on her even though she was just confirmed to the uh u.s district court of appeals in june of 2021 and three republicans in the senate voted for her senator lindsey graham senator lisa murkowski and senator susan collins collins you listen to the african history network show on michael m hotel we'll be back in a few minutes Welcome back to the African History Network show right here on 9, 10 a.m. Superstation, the future radio. I'm your host, Brother Michael M. Hotep. It is Monday, February 28th, 2022, and we are live. The calling number is 313-778-7600. 313-778-7600 is the calling number if you have a question or comment. All right, um, right. I'm, I'm, we're going to look at some of these updates here in um, what's been taking place today dealing with uh, uh, Ukraine. We're going to look at some updates from uh, the Washington Post. Uh, we're going to clip one, Shakita. I just sent it to you. We're going to clip one from um, NBC News here in just a minute. Okay, so uh, so we'll discuss uh, Jessica tanji Brown-Jackson as well and the attack on her by uh, some Republicans. And then we'll also, uh, we're gonna try to squeeze in uh, some information dealing with this year's annual theme of African American History Month, Black History Month, which is Black Health and Wellness. There's an annual theme each year coming from a Sala Association for the Study of African American Life and History. There's been an annual theme dating back to 1928. So a lot of people unfortunately haven't researched the history of black history month and really how to celebrate it. Okay. So if we, uh, uh, I want to look at the article here first from, uh, people magazine, uh, African students, uh, African students fleeing Ukraine claim discrimination at Poland border. We're not getting any help. I looked at articles from newsweek.com as well today dealing with this black America web. Also, uh, I was looking at a number of different articles uh, on this. So some of the students have been able to get out a, a lot, have not. And uh, also today now the black news channel has some stories dealing with this. They talked about some on the black news channel. I haven't seen anything on MSNBC dealing with this. Okay. And I was even looking at a segment from uh, NBC Nightly News with Lester Hope today talking about uh, people fleeing Ukraine. And they didn't talk about the plight of the. Um, they didn't talk about the plight of the. Uh, of African migrants, uh African immigrants trying to flee as well. OK, but let's look at this here. Um, and then we'll look at the uh, updates from the uh, Washington Post. So uh, as thousands of people in Ukraine flee the country, so there's over 500,000 who've left Ukraine. There's over 500,000 people who left Ukraine. As thousands of people flee um, uh, the country of Ukraine following uh, the Russian invasion, African students are reportedly speaking out that they face discrimination at the border of Poland while attempting to escape to safety, while attempting to escape to safety. I'm gonna show you a map here in just a second so we can look at this geographically. Uh, Black people say that they have had issues using public transportation to uh, to get to the borders, while others say They have not been permitted to cross into other countries, according to businessinsider.com. And yes, on Sunday's show, we shared an article from businessinsider.com that deals with this. Now, Corinne Sky, a 26-year-old medical student living in Ukraine, told businessinsider.com that African students were told of an alleged, quote-unquote, Ukrainians' first policy ukrainians first policy when they struggled to move out of the country all right now you have uh an official from poland from the border force who disputes this we're going to get to that just a second but there's as as stephanie um as stephanie hegarty uh tweeted she said that she's hearing she, she's hearing story after story after story from african immigrants and is more than just anecdotal okay uh, now quote some people have gone to get buses but they're not allowing black people basically onto the buses she said they're prioritizing ukrainians that's what they say they're prioritizing ukrainians now these accounts of discrimination are based on anecdotes from those people trying to leave, and it remains unclear which government authority may be responsible if any. It remains unclear which government authority may be responsible if any. Additional details were not available. Now, this article from People magazine came out uh 9:33 a.m. February 28th. Now, due to situation. Corinne Sky says she has been helping coordinate escape routes for hundreds of African students trapped in Ukraine. She said, I'm very afraid. She said, I'm very afraid. She told businessinsider.com. We're not getting any help from any of the embassies. They have pretty much just said, quote unquote, save yourselves, according to Corinne Sky. Now thousands of African, uh, and here's another picture of uh, of people trying to get on the, uh, it's like a, a bus. It's like a bus. Thousands of African students travel to Ukraine to study because of this affordable education in medicine, engineering, and other technical fields. Percy uh, Ohini uh, Yeboa, an engineering major, from Ghana told Reuters.com that he is currently stuck in the country of Ukraine with nowhere to go. As Russia's attacks continue, he has settled in the basement of a church where he spoke to uh, Reuters.com via, via phone. Now on yesterday's show, we talked about that. There was an article from Al Jazeera. I think, um, and we talked about a student from, I think she's from Nigeria. Uh, uh, which article was that? I have to find that. Was that com or Roy, uh, Al Jazeera? I have, to, I have to find it. But on yesterday's show, uh, um, we talked about a student. And uh, I, I got to pull that article back up. She was able to make it to uh, Romania. I was on her Twitter account today and she was able to uh, make it to Romania. So we'll give you an update on that as well. Now, send her a message because I want to see if uh, I can set up an interview also. Uh, Here. okay, we'll try to pull that up. Okay, so just stand by. Okay, let's keep going here. All right, let's let's continue. So, as Russia's attack continues, uh Percy Percy has settled in the basement of a church. Now, he said in a situation like this, you're on your own. You've got to find the best way to find refuge for yourself. He said, adding that he has received no help from his government at home, his government of Ghana, at the time of this reporting. He said it's not, he said it's now that the reality is really hitting me. I think for me, it's a bit too late for evacuation and all those things, end quote. Russia began an invasion on Thursday, February 24th, Thursday morning, February 24th, according to the Ukraine government, with uh, forces moving from the north, east, and south. The attack is still evolving, but explosions and airstrikes have been reported with threats mounting against the capital of Kyiv, which is a city of 2.8 million people. Now, while the on- ongoing conflict between the two European regions intensified, at least 150,000 have fled the country. Now, it's over 500,000 now. It's, it's over 500,000 have fled. Uh, that's the latest reporting. It's over 500,000 have fled Ukraine. Now, this is Stephanie Haggerty, who writes for BBC News. She's been quoted a number of different uh, news sources, and her tweet has gone viral. Uh, she said a Nigerian medical um uh, student at poland ukraine border told me she has been waiting seven hours to cross she says border guards are stopping black people and sending them to the back of the queue back of the line saying they have to let ukrainians through first so this now this is from uh this tweets from february twenty sixth 11:02 a.m. So that's Saturday, February 26th. Okay, so we're hearing allegations of this first uh, policy of letting Ukrainians out first before uh, immigrants. Now, BBC correspondent Stephanie Heggerty Hager- tweeted on Saturday about a Nigerian student who claimed Ukrainian guards at the Ugr- at the Ukraine Poland border. We're preventing black people from crossing. Okay, now uh, if we, let's see, it's in the one from Reuters. Um, if we look quickly here at a map, so we can look at uh, geography, uh, you see that um, Ukraine is bordered by Russia and Poland. Okay. You see Ukraine is you see Russia. So we see Ukraine here. You see uh, Poland is let's see. you see Poland. It, 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 you see Poland to the left. You see Belarus up above it to the north. You see Russia here on the other side. So we see that uh, Ukraine is bordered by Poland. So a lot of uh, people are going from Ukraine into Poland. And then also you see Romania uh, below Poland. So you have some trying to go from Ukraine into Romania. You have others trying to go from Ukraine into Poland. And you see Russia to the right. So th- these are these are the surrounding nations of Ukraine. Okay, we're going to continue this on the other side of the break. Listen to the African History Network show. I'm Michael M. Hotel. We'll be back in a few minutes.
1: The work that I do is larger than the fashion industry, it's larger than the art world. And I believe that I was born to bring newness into this world. I'm Kaima McIntyre, I'm 24 years old and I'm an artist. I create everything from paintings to jewelry design, metaphysical jewelry to be specific, and fashion design. That's just one person. And the list just continues to go on to Janet Jackson, to Tyra Banks. It really hits home. That means that the discussion is happening on the grounds in real time.
0: The Business Scaling Challenge is a seven day online event that is taking place the week of March 13th through March 19th, 2022. This challenge will guide a group of business owners through scaling their businesses business owner ronnie sumler is hosting the business scaling challenge in remembrance and honor of her father the late civil rights activist rodney summer he helped a lot of african-american-owned businesses and local community leaders participate in politics however when he passed away all of his ventures died with him this inspired his daughter ronnie sumler to help community business owners preserve their businesses Her business, Digital Dandelions offers business bibles to record business processes and procedures. Their business bibles are their branded run of show business manuals that have everything you need to run your business in one place. Their business scaling kit is the first step in creating a business bible. It includes everything needed to grow your business in one place. Join the Business Scaling Challenge Facebook group for more information and good luck in scaling your business.
2: Detroit only African-American talk radio.
0: Welcome back to the African History Network show right here on 910 AM, the Superstation the Future Radio. I'm your host, Brother Michael M. Hotep. It is Monday, February 28, 2022, and we are live. Calling number is 313-778-7600. 313 778 7600 is the calling number if you have a question or comment. Okay, now uh, I'm I'm looking here at Vikil Lemini's Twitter page because I talked about her on yesterday's show. She was um, in one of these stories here. I think it was the one from uh, uh, Al Jazeera. It was the uh, article from Al Jazeera, but she was trying to get out as well. And uh, looking at a Twitter page, uh, I was looking at a tweets. uh, She was able to make it to Romania. Uh, So we'll, we'll, we'll go. I have to find that actual tweet. We'll go back to that here in just a minute. Okay, now. Just a second here. Okay, let's go back to this uh, uh, story here from uh, People Magazine. So, BBC correspondent Stephanie Hegarty tweeted on Saturday about a Nigerian student who claimed Ukrainian guards at the Ukraine border, uh, Ukraine Poland border, were preventing black people from crossing. Um, Okay, so we dealt with that tweet. She said, uh, and I, she said, a student just spoke with uh, a student I just spoke with says Ukrainian soldiers, not Polish border guards, but Ukrainian soldiers uh, are telling him this, she added in the Twitter thread, Polish border force spokesperson told me Poland is allowing anyone who comes to the Ukraine uh, border entry to Poland. Okay, she said that, Polish border force spokesperson told me Poland is allowing anyone who comes to the Ukraine border entry to Poland. Now. uh, An African student who managed to make it to the border shared a similar account on Twitter. Uh, They posted uh, their uh, their police and army refused to let Africans cross. They only allow Ukrainians. Now, some have slept here for two days uh, under the scorching cold weather, while many have gone back to Lviv. The user said the student also posted a video that appears to show a guard at the border holding a gun and allegedly threatening to shoot. Okay, so uh, now other African students have expressed fear and desperation on social media amid the ongoing crisis. Uh, Okay, this is Vakil Lamini. And uh, I was just on her Twitter page. South African student uh, Vakil Lemini, who spoke to BusinessInsider.com, yes, yeah, she was in the article from BusinessInsider.com, tweeted last week. "Quote: We would have we would have loved to go back home. We can't. Uh, we can't. The airports are closed. We are evacuating from city to city, trying to leave the country on foot or by car." End quote. As foreigners in the country, we do not know what will happen next, but God will never leave us, not now. Okay, and they have to, okay, it's page seven. Okay, they have the tweet here from Vakil. So this is from February 24th. This is from Thursday, February 24th, this tweet from uh, Vakil Lamini. All right, now uh, read the rest of this article here from um, People Magazine. African students fleeing Ukraine. Claim discrimination at Poland border. Quote, we're not getting any help. We're not getting any help. Now, uh, go to, uh, let, let's go to clip one, Shakita. Uh, uh, this is from NBC News uh, from February 27th, uh, February 28th, Monday, February 28th, 2022. Fierce fight waged by Ukrainian forces against Russian invasion. Many U.S. intelligence officials predicted the Ukrainian military would have collapsed by now. But as Russia's assault is intensifying, so is Ukraine's resistance. This comes as Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky signed an application for Ukraine to join the European Union today. Let's go to clip number one.
2: Any U.S. intelligence officials predicted the Ukrainian military would have collapsed by now. But as Russia's assault is intensifying, so is Ukrainian resistance. Ukraine's military claims this drone video shows taking out a convoy of Russian forces, while Ukraine's President Zelensky defied President Putin's demand that his country sever ties with the West, signing an application today to join the European Union, a process that could take years. The U.N. now says at least seven children have been killed in the Russian onslaught. Officials in Kiev say among them is a fourth grader named Polina. Peace talks along the border have concluded for now. Russia saying progress is being made. Ukraine agreeing to more talks, but with low expectations. As Putin denounced the West as an empire of lies after earlier raising alarms, saying he was ordering Russia's nuclear defenses on higher alert. Although tonight, a senior American defense official says the U.S. has seen no movement of Russia's nuclear forces and that 75% of Russia's troops along Ukraine's border are now in the country. One of their main targets today, the eastern city of Kharkiv. Russia attacked the city with what looked like indiscriminate fire. To the south, the small port city of Berdyank was also attacked. The mayor says Russian troops took over the city. But even then, people didn't give up, protesters confronting the Russian troops and heckling them, shouting, Verdyank is Ukraine. But Russian forces seem to have a bigger plan in mind. This convoy of Russian equipment and troops reportedly stretches for 17 miles outside of Kiev. But Russia's advance has been plagued by logistics failures. Some Russian vehicles literally running out of gas. A Ukrainian man pulling alongside this armored vehicle, Somebody broken down, Somewhere. he asks. The diesel is out, the soldier says. I can only tow you back to Russia, the Ukrainian says. And the soldier laughs. In Kiev, residents are preparing for street-to-street fighting, mixing Molotov cocktails as fast as they can fill bottles. That's why we are fighting for our freedom, for ourselves, for self-reliance, for ourselves, for our houses, for our children. We'll stand till the end. We followed volunteers who brought the firebombs in wheelbarrows to nearby checkpoints, manned by Ukrainian veterans and anyone else with a gun and who's trusted in the neighborhood. I'm living here. This is my home. All people in this district, we are saved. Many Ukrainians are staying determined to die fighting rather than lose their nation. Richard, there's understandably a lot of concern for that, about that Russian convoy heading into the capital where you are. Do we know, does this represent a change in tactics by the Russians? It seems to be. This convoy is big, dangerous, and heading this way. Up until now, Russia has tried to use small unit tactics and precision strikes, and it hasn't been going so well. And after what we saw in Kharkiv today with this convoy, it seems that now they're going to a more traditional Russian strategy of siege, destruction
0: okay so that's from uh nbc nightly news february twenty eighth uh twenty twenty two monday all right uh i want to go to uh, this tweet here from uh Vigil lamini uh so this is from february twenty seventh she talks about um, so i just referenced her in the article from people magazine and she's also in the one from business insider dot com uh, this is from February 27. So I saw this after um, I got off the air uh, 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 for Sunday night, Sunday night show. Uh, she says update thread uh, parents at home. Let me Make sure you can see this. She says update thread parents at home and all over the world are concerned and wonder how we are. We are still traumatized physiologically, emotionally and physically. We have finally crossed over to the romanian border but it was very traumatic we have finally crossed over to the romanian border but it was very traumatic after we left our city we drove for hours so she was able to make it uh her and the group she's with they were able to make it to and cross over into romania um so you can follow her on twitter uh it's um uh, Vakil, Lamini, 19, uh, but it, it, in the um, it, it, article from People Magazine as well as the one for uh, from businessinsider.com, they have our tweet in there. Okay, all right, now the let's, okay, let's look at a quick, okay, we're coming up on a break here. Let's look at a quick update. Then we're going to go to Uh, this article from the BBC because Nigeria is condemning what's taking place in Ukraine and the way Africans are being treated in Ukraine. Uh, The Nigerian government is uh, uh, denouncing that. Uh, We look at this update here from Washington Post. Ukrainian president outraged at Kharkiv bombing. Kharkiv is the second largest city in Ukraine. Uh, Kharkiv bombing as talks began and a Russia convoy nears Kyiv. The Kyiv is the capital. Now, even as as Russian and Ukrainian officials held their first talks on Monday, Russia's assault on Ukraine uh, intensified. Russia's assault on Ukraine intensified. Devastating its second largest city in what President Vladimir Zelensky described as a war and a deliberate destruction of people as a war and a deliberate destruction of people. Delegations from uh, the two nations met near Ukraine's border with Belarus and spoke for five hours without coming to a resolution, but agreed to continue talks in the coming days. All right. When we uh, We're coming up on the break. We'll come back. We'll, we'll go to what uh, the Nigerian government has to say about the treatment of Africans in, uh, in Ukraine. And then also we'll talk about uh, Republicans attempt to dig up dirt on Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson after they voted for a lot of those unqualified white people that Trump nominated to be on the federal bench and nominated to be U.S. Supreme Court justices. Listen to the African History Network show on Michael M. Hotel. We'll be back in a few minutes.
1: The work that I do is larger than the fashion industry, it's larger than the art world. And I believe that I was born to bring newness into this world. I'm Kaima McIntyre. I'm 24 years old and I'm an artist. I create everything from paintings to jewelry design, metaphysical jewelry to be specific, and fashion design. at the age of 17. That's just one person and the list just continues to go on to Janet Jackson, to Tyra Banks. It really hits home. That means that the discussion is happening on the grounds in real time.
0: iRedify is a black-owned digital platform that showcases black and brown cultures and people. The books on the platform are written by African American authors, Afro-Caribbean authors, African authors, and so much more. Kids 14 and under can read e-books, listen to audiobooks, and complete learning activities. Kids can even write in the books digitally. Get unlimited access to everything on the platform for only $8.99 a month at iRedify.com. Sign up for your membership today. Welcome back to the African History Network show right here on 9 10 a.m. Superstation Future Radio. I'm your host, Brother Michael M. up. Okay, um, let's go back to this quickly here. And I need to refresh the screen because I just got an update from... Um, who is that from? New York Post. So um, we're going back to the Washington Post and uh, we're looking at the live updates of what's going on in Ukraine. And I want to get to the story from the um, BBC, Dental with Nigeria, uh, condemning treatment of Africans in Ukraine. Okay, all right. This just updated. Okay, so let's look at this again. Uh, Because there I'm looking at this update from New York Post, more than 70 Ukrainian troops killed after Russian artillery hits military base. So uh, the anticipation of um, Russia intensifying the attack is um, is is happening. Okay. now, if we go to let's look at this here. All right. Let's go back to the Washington Post. Um, dozens wounded in shelling of Kharkiv uh, as uh, as Russia strikes buildings with suspected cluster munitions. All right, and let's see. Let's just finish up this update because they just updated this. Um, okay, at least eleven people were killed and and dozens of hospitals in shelling, according to uh, local government officials, but both Kharkiv and uh, Kiev, the capital, Kiev um, or Kiev, uh, remained in Ukrainian hands as as Russia faced more resistance than it was expecting. As Russia faced more resistance than it was expecting, the Pentagon reported uh, a massive convoy of Russian ground forces is wending its way closer to Kiev, uh, drawing. Within 20 miles of the center of the Ukrainian capital on Monday, a new batch of satellite images showed. Ukraine uh, also asked to join the European Union, as we uh, heard in the clip from NBC Nightly News. Russia was careening toward an economic uh, crisis Monday uh, with the value of the ruble plunging. So the value of the ruble plunged about 25 percent. Russia is uh, dealing with uh, economic uh, economic crisis now because of these sanctions that have been put on Russia, not just by the U.S., but other nations. After several nations severed Kremlin's access to foreign currency reserves uh, in the West and cut off some Russian banks from the international SWIFT. Financial Messaging System. We'll have more information on the SWIFT uh, system uh, on tomorrow's show. We just don't have time to get to it today. Washington announced another round of sanctions on Monday, effectively. uh, Prohibiting uh, institutions in the United States from doing business with Russia's central bank sports leagues around the world have announced punitive measures against Russia this week. Okay, we saw the um, uh, the soccer league uh, uh, um, has um, taken action against Russia as well. Okay, now if we go to this one here from the BBC, and this is from uh, February twenty eighth. I think this came out today i read so many of them. Yeah, this came out today it was around 10 a.m. Ukraine conflict. Nigeria condemns treatment of Africans. OK, so we uh, we were talking about this at the beginning of the show. We talked about Isaac, who's a Nigerian man trying to get to Poland. Um, now, South African foreign office official Clayson Mon- Moniela also said students had been, quote unquote, badly treated at the border, badly treated at the border. There have also been numerous reports of Ukrainian security officials preventing Africans from catching buses and trains going to the border. Uh, the BBC, okay. Um, Osman uh, Ose, uh, from Nigeria told the BBC he had tried to get on a train in, in uh, Lviv to take him to the Polish border, but was told Only Ukrainians would be allowed on board. Now, Nigeria's president, Mohamedou uh, Bahari, said there were about 4,000 Nigerians in Ukraine, mostly students, okay? About 4,000 Nigerians in Ukraine, mostly students. He said one group had repeatedly been refused entry to uh, Poland, so they traveled back to they travel back into Ukraine to head for Hungary instead. All right, and let me increase the size of this here, so hopefully you can see this. Okay, now um, President Buhari uh, of Nigeria said, "Quote: All who flee a conflict situation have the same right." to safe passage under the UN Convention, United Nations Convention, United Nations Convention. And the color of their passport or their skin should make no difference, President Bahari said in a tweet. Now, as I stated earlier, more than 500,000 Ukrainians have managed to flee uh, the Russian invasion so far. Uh, university student uh, Rakea, uh from Nigeria was studying medicine in Khark- in Kharkiv, um, in the east of the of the country of uh, Ukraine. When the city was attacked, she walked for eleven hours overnight before she arrived at the uh, uh, Medica, Medica uh, crossing with Poland. She said, "When I came here, there were black people sleeping on the street." She told the BBC. She said she was told. Uh, by armed guards to wait as Ukrainians had to be let through first. She watched busloads of people whom she described as white being allowed through the border while only a handful of Africans were selected from the queue. Oh, from the line after waiting for many hours, she was finally allowed to cross and made her way to Warsaw, Poland to fly back to Nigeria. So as I stated on yesterday's show, some of the people and some of the Africans we reporting who were trying to get out, some of them have been able to get out after hours and hours. Others are still trying to get out, okay? Now, Asiya, uh, who's a medical student from Somalia, studying in Kyiv, uh, the capital of Ukraine, had a similar account. When she finally reached Poland, she said she was told, quote, accommodation at the hotel was only for Ukrainians. She is now safe in Warsaw, Poland, where she's staying in a hotel. In stark contrast to her experience at the border, she's found people in the city to be incredibly kind and welcoming. She's found it in stark contrast to her experience at the border between Ukraine and Poland she's found people in the city to be incredibly kind and welcoming. Okay, those watching on Facebook and YouTube, keep watching, we're gonna keep going for a few more minutes so we can finish this and then we're gonna deal with how Republicans are trying to dig up dirt on Kataji Brown Jackson, even though she's already been confirmed, she was confirmed by the US Senate in June of 2021 to be judge on the uh, DC Court of Appeals, and three Republicans voted for her in June of 2021. But now one of those Republicans, punk ass Lindsey Graham, is now trashing her after he voted to put her uh, 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 on the uh, uh, federal bench. OK, you listen to the African History Network show right now It's correct. Wrong behavior is not over till we win. we are kind of forever. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. All right, let's continue. How's everybody doing? OK, stand by. All right. If you like this, uh, type of information, also you can support the African History Network. Dollar sign the AHN show through cash app. Dollar sign the AHN show through cash app. So if you like the show, if you keep commenting on this show, commenting on the thread over and over and over again, uh, you can definitely support us also. Dollar sign the AHN show through cash app and then also through PayPal, paypal.me. Forward slash the AHN show. So, so let's keep doing the research, stay on the air, uh, pay some of the bills, etc. We have the information also on our website, the homepage of our website, africanhistorynetwork.com. Uh, this is our official Cash App account. Dollar sign the AHN show S H O W. When you go to it, it says Michael and shows my picture there. We have the link. Also, the other ones are fake African History Network Cash App accounts. I don't know who set those up. I'm trying to get them shut down. And here's the uh, yellow donate button for PayPal. And you can also register for the online classes I teach on uh, on the weekend uh, Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, Understanding the Transatlantic Slave Trade, where they didn't teach you in school. Next class is Saturday, March 5th, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a 10 week class. We deal with thousands of years of history and what leads up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place. We do the sessions live. All this is archived and recorded. You can go back and watch them anytime. Uh, and then we have a bundle pack here as well, um, so you can register for both classes for only $120. Okay, we'll post the link here on Thread of the Broadcast. Now, if you've taken any of my online classes in the past, uh, email me at ahnshow at africanhistorynetwork.com. Ahnshow at africanhistorynetwork.com. You'll get a 50% discount uh, on the on the courses also, and. Once you register for them, you have full access to them even after the class is over. So a year from now, if you want to go back and watch the full class, you you you'll be able to do that. Okay, I, I block dumb asses also, though. Just 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 fair warning. Okay, let's continue. Now, because you got people posting here this disinformation campaign, and obviously they don't study history and didn't see. The show yesterday when I dealt with this and dealt with this last week and, and Putin lying talking about, uh, he's going to denazify Ukraine because this is a throwback to the Soviet union when January 27th, 1945, Soviet troops liberated the, uh, prisoners of the Auschwitz death camp, Auschwitz in Auschwitz, Poland. Okay. And this is why the international, uh, uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day is on January 27th, all right? But Putin is lying here. So if you're dumb enough to repeat um, disinformation campaign, disinformation talking points that you got from social media, that means you really don't understand history. You should read this article here from Washington Post. Putin says he would denazify Ukraine. Here's the history behind that claim. Putin is a thug and he's lying, okay? We went through this on last night's show, so um, this is the wrong place to come with um, nonsensical talking points that you don't even understand because you don't understand history, uh, and you know who I'm talking to. I could put you on blast and, p- and put your post up here, but that'd embarrass yourself. Yeah, you know, I don't want to embarrass you like that. So, what you should do is go do some research before you come here with. Uh, nonsensical talking points that you don't even understand. All right, now let's continue. So now I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to embarrass him like that. (laughs) Cause this is broadcasting on YouTube and Twitter at the same time. I don't want I don't want to embarrass him like that. So I think he gets the picture. I could embarrass him, but we don't want to do that. So she is now safe in Warsaw where she's staying in a hotel In stark contrast to her experience at the border. She's found people in the city to be incredibly kind and welcoming. Now, uh, all of the, now this is the the BBC article dealing with, um, uh, Nigeria condemning the treatment of Africans in Ukraine. And you have, um, about 4,000 Nigerians in Ukraine, most of them are students. They're studying medicine, engineering, different things like this. Now, all, all of the African and Asian students she's in touch with, um, and this is um, uh, Asiya, who's a medical student from Somalia. All of the African and Asian students she's in touch with have been offered free accommodations. She said the reception had been overwhelming. Now the Polish border force, the Polish border force, told the BBC that everyone fleeing uh, conflict in Ukraine was being welcomed into Poland, regardless of nationality. Now this is what the Polish border force, which is like border patrol, okay, like U.S. border patrol. This is what the Polish border force is saying. Now once again, I'm going to pull up the map here again, so we can look at uh, geography. And the article from Al Jazeera uh, has this here. Okay, if we look at the map once again, so we can see where we are geographically. Okay, so we have Ukraine here, all right, Russia is you have the uh, Ukrainian Russian border. So Russia's right up here. Romania borders, Ukraine also on the left. You have Ukraine, Hungary, Slovakia, all right. Then you have Poland up here, okay? So Poland is where Auschwitz is, Auschwitz, Poland in the Auschwitz concentration camps. And this was World War II. And you had Soviet troops who were fighting against the Nazis in World War II. Putin is lying now, and Putin is, is putting out this revisionist history of what happened, and now he's using saying he's going into uh Ukraine to denazify Ukraine. He's using that as a pretext to invade Ukraine, and he's he's he's, he's hearkening back to during World War World War II when the Soviet troops went in to liberate the prisoners of the Auschwitz uh, concentration camp. Okay, but he's lying now. Okay, that's not the case. He, he ain't going to denazify uh, uh, Ukraine. And Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine is of Jewish uh, descent. Okay, he lost relatives in in the Holocaust. Then you have Belarus. Okay, who's ran by another thug? You have Belarus up here in the north. Okay, so this is when we look at this geographically. Okay, we see where these countries are. Okay, now. um, Okay, let's go back to this article here. Okay, so the BBC tried to contact the Ukraine. So so the, the Polish border force, like Border Patrol, told the BBC that everyone fleeing the conflict was being welcomed into Poland regardless of nationality. But there's numerous accounts from numerous African students and Africans in Ukraine that contradict this, all right? Now the BBC has tried to contact the Ukrainian border force, but it has yet to receive a response. Okay, now this this is from uh, Monday, February 28th. They haven't updated the article. This is from about 10 a.m. They haven't updated the article. Nigeria's foreign minister, Jeffrey Onyama, said, he had spoken with his Ukrainian counterpart, uh, Dimitro Kuleba, and had been assured that Ukrainian border guards had been given an order to allow foreigners leaving Ukraine to pass without restrictions. Nigeria's Ministry of Foreign Affairs has now advised its citizens leaving Ukraine to head for Hungary or Romania, Rather than trying to enter Poland, okay. So we have some. We, as we saw, so like with uh, uh, Vakil Lamini, she went into Romania. All right. So you have some going into Romania. You have some going into Poland. Now Nigeria's Ministry of Foreign Affairs is advising Nigerian citizens leaving Ukraine to head for either Hungary or Romania, as opposed to going into Poland. The Nigerian ambassador to Romania. Has told BBC, told the BBC that so far about two hundred Nigerians, mostly students, have arrived in the capital of Bucharest from Ukraine. Okay, in uh, uh, Romania, uh, Sophia Nuhu said many more were still arriving. Okay, so read the uh, rest of this article here. From uh, the BBC, Ukraine conflict, Nigeria condemns treatment of Africans. Nigeria condemns treatment of Africans. This is by Stephanie Hegarty and uh, uh, her tweet from February, I think it's February 24th, went viral. All right, and let's see here. It's in the People magazine articles, also in the one I think the one from Business Insider yesterday. Uh, uh, February 26 her article from February 26 went viral this one right here okay now uh this is from February 26 okay so uh I saw on uh Dio Hughley's uh Instagram page and then uh, he shared it from Tamika Mallory who shared it from Amanda Seals okay um So I started following Amanda Seals on Instagram. They have some resources for Africans in Ukraine trying to get out. So this is Amanda Seals Instagram page. Amanda Seals on Instagram. This post right here, you see the tweet from Stephanie uh, Hegarty. All right. And then let's see, make sure you can see this here. All right. So if we look at this here, you click this arrow to the right because there's a, you see an arrow to the left and the arrow to the right. You click here, helpful information for African students fleeing Ukraine, helpful information for African students fleeing Ukraine. see, So you're going to have to go to the page to see that some of this stuff is hard to see. Um, and can I close out the comments? Oh, I can't okay, some of this stuff is hard to see, but they have um a phone number here, let's see Nigerians heading to Romania um they have that information, and then. Uh, you, have to, you have to you have to go to the Insta- Instagram page and look at this. They have information for South African students, Ethiopian students. Uh, for Ethiopians in Ukraine, for safety reasons, all Ethiopian nationals studying in Ukraine are kindly advised to consult with the e- Ethiopian embassy um, in Berlin using the following telephone number and email address before proceeding to move. Okay, so they have the information here. Then they have information for Ghanaian students, Somalian students, Zimbabwean students, and then other important information here. So D.L. Hughley has it on his Instagram page, uh, uh, Tamika Mallory, but uh, they they got it from Amanda Seals. Uh, There are currently Facebook, WhatsApp, and Telegram groups for stranded students to join so they can meet in groups and travel to the borders together uh she says she'll post the links in her stories okay so check out that information as well all right now um okay so we had that Okay, we did that update. All right. I want to switch gears here. And on yesterday's show we talked about. Oh, let me hold on. This uh, is a bunch of articles that I had. Uh, The. uh, Because we know Russia uh, took a hit economically today and let's see here there's a piece from CNBC Russian stocks ETF falls 30 percent as crisis in Ukraine continues Okay, Russian stocks ETF falls 30% as crisis in Ukraine continues. Um, the Vanek Russia ETF fell 30.6% Monday as the conflict in Ukraine generated new sanctions against Russia. On Monday, the Biden administration, on Monday, the Biden administration announced additional sanctions against Russia's central bank that would effectively prohibit Americans from doing business with the bank and freezes assets within the US. The, RX, uh, the RSX fund is designed to track uh, the MVIS Russia index which includes the largest and most liquid companies in Russia. It also includes non-local companies incorporated outside Russia that generate at least uh, 50% of their revenue in Russia. Okay, uh, let's see here. The broader U.S. stock market was also lower Monday while Russian ETFs uh, continue to trade in the U.S. Moscow stock market remains closed and has yet to announce what its operating hours Tuesday will be. Okay, so read the rest of this here from CNBC. Okay, now I want to go to this next story very quickly. Then I have to get out of here. Uh, so there was, a, I saw a story from uh, the thegrill.com today, and then there was a, uh, there was a piece on uh, the Black News Channel dealing with this topic as well. So you have Republicans that are trying to dig up dirt on Judge Katanji Jackson, even though she's been confirmed actually by the US Senate three times. Okay. Even though she's been confirmed by the US Senate three times. It's just it's just a bunch of jealous, jealous white men, to tell you the truth. Um and she and she actually got three Republican votes um in june of 2021 when she was uh confirmed for the uh dc court of appeals uh as a federal judge so i want to go to this clip here from uh, the black news channel republicans look for dirt on Judge katanji brown jackson uh the weekend after a nomination is always a crucial Uh, is always crucial for a potential Supreme Court pick. Uh, The White House wasn't the only entity in Washington making sure there was no dirt on their nominee. Um, And let me see here. Can we get this? Okay, let's go to this clip here. And you're going to hear Dr. Evis Jones, the weaver, as well. She's one of the panelists. Uh, We were on Roland Martin of the Filter together last week, Tuesday. She was guest hosting for Roland. Now was a panelist also. Let's go to this clip here.
4: House in Washington, the chickens are coming home to roost and they will be roasted. But first, the latest with the nomination of the person. Let me back this up. Quote Malcolm X, today in a courthouse in Washington, the chickens are coming home to roost and they will be roasted. But first, the latest with the nomination of the person and who could be the nation's first black female Supreme Court justice. She survived the weekend, the weekend after a nomination is always crucial for a potential Supreme Court pick. Keep in mind, the White House wasn't the only entity in Washington making sure there was no dirt on their nominee, Judge Kentaji Brown-Jackson. Republicans were looking for dirt to derail the nomination. The fact that you haven't heard anything, well, that's a very good thing for this nominee, a very good sign indeed. And joining us now to weigh in on the issue, some of the brightest minds in politics, we have Dr. Avis Jones-DeWeaver, the managing editor for Max Black Politics, and Dr. Sean Ray from the University of Maryland and the Brookings Institution. Thanks for joining us this hour. Avis, I'll begin with you. An image, if you will, that many might have overlooked is a unified congressional black caucus saying that they are ready to go to battle for Kendanji Brown-Jackson. What do you make of that?
5: It's absolutely necessary, and I'm so glad to see them in essence, having her back in this way. we know what to expect uh, from the Republicans. They are gonna throw everything but the kitchen sink at her if they can. But I think it's very important that proactively they get messaging that, hey, slow your roll. We have her back, and I'm so happy to see the Congressional Black Caucus doing this. But they are joined by other organizations like the National Council of Negro Women, like the Black Women's Roundtable, like uh, Women with Black Women, and so many other black women organizations that have all come together to say, not on our watch.
4: Rishon, let's keep in mind that Judge Kintanji Brown-Jackson comes with high qualifications in a traditional sense and a non-traditional sense. Traditional in the fact that she's a Harvard graduate, she was a law clerk for Stephen Breyer, the justice who's retiring, that she will replace once she gets through the confirmation process. Uh, and, and then the fact that she has this non-traditional background of being a federal public defender, someone who knows what's going on in the lay of the land in terms of experiencing what Americans go through, especially marginalized and people of color. So in the battle, however, for the polls, this midterms, Will the nomination of a black woman to the Supreme Court be enough to offset inflation? Uh, You're a sociologist in today's me society and the Republicans and their angst, which has greater gravitas right now, history or the pain at the pump.
3: Well, look, make no mistake. This is historic. I mean, people have to recognize what is happening here to have a black woman nominated to be on the Supreme Court. And I'm pretty sure that she will ultimately be confirmed. And it's important for people to note that she has been confirmed three times before by the Senate, and she has actually had three Republicans vote for her. So part of thinking about this, some of this will be political theater as we move forward, but her record is impeccable. And when it comes to thinking of people who are potentially not just qualified, but overqualified, and can really capture the experiences of marginalized groups from a variety of perspectives, she does that. At the same time, it's important to put President Biden's legacy in context. He was the vice president of the first black president. He then selected the first black woman to be, black Indian woman to be his vice president. And now he is selected the first black woman to be on the Supreme Court. We have to put that in perspective. And as much as all of these promises have been made that have not came to fruition, the things that Biden can control with his selections are a big deal. With that being said, People have to recognize how big of a deal this is, but it's hard to do that when people are paying four and five dollars a gallon to get gas, when people's rents are going through the roof. And of course, when people are paying attention to what's happening in Ukraine with Russia.
4: Uh, Rashawn, thank you for that perspective. And Avis, to uh, his point, this is a big deal, no matter how you look at it. It is a very huge historic deal. And it's one of the reasons why the Black News Channel is so important to be able to give a voice uh, to this big deal because it will fall by the wayside on some networks as they continue to focus rightly so what's going on in Ukraine. But getting to the point that this is an historic nomination that the President of the United States vowed he would make when he was a candidate and now he has done so and followed through. So when she comes up against any kind of objection from Republicans who will say that she's far left. Uh, keep in mind, she's also someone who has had law enforcement experience in terms of law enforcement people in her family. She can bring to the table uh, with all of those justices uh, some context and some convict Americans. How valuable is that compared to the other black uh, Supreme Court justice, Clarence Thomas, who is not so much in tune with black America?
5: That is putting it mildly, uh, <laughs> Kelly. Um, absolutely. It's very important to me to have the first black person on the Supreme Court since Thurgood Marshall stepped down in my eyes. And, and this is exactly the role that she will fill. Now, in terms of the criticisms uh, of the Republican Party, what do they expect? And really, it's very hard for me. I need to find, really put on a microscope to find my little tiny violin to play for their complaining because I'm looking at a Supreme Court right now that is packed with right-wing justices. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not to uh, forget about the last one that they pushed through literally days before that they lost. And I'm looking at all of the the different decisions that they have made with that right-wing ideology that has furthered women's rights in order to have a choice with regard. to their body and their reproductive choices. I am looking for it like things around affirmative action and others, and so it's very hard for me to feel any sort of sympathy with them with their arguments about her being right wing, I'm sorry, left wing. It's not true, number one, but she should be left. She's being nominated by a democratic uh, president and we need some level of balance to the court which is really off-kilter now in the far right direction. We need someone that's gonna help pull it back.
4: Yeah, and Rayshon, uh the point here, of course, is that uh, she will not change the, the courts. Maybe she can add to the courts uh, deciding uh, what really constitutes law and not looking at, at it from a political lens, but actually bringing law, uh, the, the true essence of the Constitution, uh, so that it's equal for all and justice for all and not just some.
3: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, Part of what Justice Breyer stated about her, and this is one of the things that Republicans worry about. Not only does she have all of these different positionalities that we've been describing from being, um, from being on both sides of the aisle on both sides of the bench, but also having law enforcement in her family, having the support of the Fraternal Order of Police, having the support of different identity groups. They not only worry that she can position herself and as Justice Breyer said, put herself in other people's shoes But they are worried that she is going to be able to help other justices do the same. And in that regard, she's going to be able to influence the decision making of even some of the more conservative justices who might be can can be swayed to the moderate area on some issues. The other big thing people have to pay attention to is not only the votes, but the opinions, the written Mm -hmm. opinions and the oral opinions Mm -hmm. that will set Tone for history for generations to come. So this is a big deal in in terms of not just what she's going to vote on, but also the words that she is going to convey to the American people and the rest of the world on issues that are pertinent to not only the black community, but to the marginalized experience in the United States.
0: All right. So I think that was the end of that clip. Okay. So that's from the Black News channel. That's uh that was Kelly Wright. Uh that you heard uh uh Black News channel and you heard um Dr. Avis Jones the Weaver also. Name of that clip is uh Re- Republicans name of that clip is Republicans Look for Dirt on Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson. And that was is that uh DC D- D- today? Okay, Kelly Wright, uh DC Today. That was the name of the show from the from the Black News channel. DC Today. That's from February twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. You can read articles that we talked about on yesterday's show. Um, because we deal with, like with real substance here. Uh New York Times as a public defender, Supreme Court nominee help clients, others avoid it. Uh, this is from February twenty sixth, twenty twenty two, by Charlie Savage. For the New York Times, ambitious lawyers usually become prosecutors. Katanji John, Katanji Brown Jackson worked on behalf of criminal defendants and Guantanamo detainees. So this deals with that. She was a public defender. So she'll be the, she'll be the first public defender on the Supreme Court since, uh, Thurgood Marshall. All right. Look. We have to get out of here. Uh, remember, at the African History Network. We focus on educating, empowering, and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world. Because right now, it's corrects wrong behavior. You can support us through Cash App. Dollar sign the A H N Show through Cash App. Dollar sign the A H N Show through Cash App. Also through PayPal. PayPal.me forward slash the A H N Show. PayPal.me forward slash the A H N Show. This helps us keep doing the research, stay on the air, broadcast, and pay some of the bills. And then uh, register for the online um, classes I teach on Saturdays and Sundays. On Sunday, it is uh, Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, understanding the transatlantic slave trade, where they didn't teach you in school. We do thousands of years of history and what leads up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place. We'll post a link there, and it's also at our website. AfricanHistoryNetwork.com AfricanHistoryNetwork.com Alright, remember, right now it's correct wrong behavior. It's not over till we win. We'll kind of forever. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.
1: The work that I do is larger than the fashion industry, it's larger than the art world. And I believe that I was born to bring newness into this world. I'm Kaima McIntyre, I'm 24 years old and I'm an artist. I create everything from paintings to jewelry design, metaphysical jewelry to be specific, and fashion design. That's just one person and the list just continues to go on to Janet Jackson, to Tyra Banks. It really hits home. That means that the discussion is happening on the grounds in real time.
0: Abundant Capital Group is a real estate investment company with over 20 years of experience in real estate. They specialize in two areas of real estate. One, they solve real estate problems with creative financing solutions that give the seller the most money for their property. And two, they show individuals how to get a higher rate of return on their investment capital with real estate note investing. If you are looking to sell or need to sell your property, here is what they provide market value offer, even if you have little or no equity. They typically pay all closing. Costs, which can be thousands of dollars they close on a date of the sellers choosing and the seller does not have to be out of the house at the time of closing they take the property in an as-is condition and the seller is not required to make any repairs Give them a call or email them today for a free consultation and see how they can help you with your real estate needs. Call them at 973-475-8488. That's 973-475-8488. Visit their website, AbundantCapitalGroup.com. That's AbundantCapitalGroup.com. And email them at ACG at AbundantCapitalGroup.com. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Abundant Capital
1: Group. What does self-care mean to you? To us, it's an opportunity to reconnect with nature. A chance to create something remarkable. At Sage and Elm Apothecary, our handcrafted skincare and household products immerse you in Earth's sweetest nectar, connecting you to nature in a way you never imagined see for yourself and visit us at sageandelmapothecary.com
0: The business scaling challenge is a 7-day online event that is taking place the week of March 13th through March 19th, 2022. This challenge will guide a group of business owners through scaling their businesses. Business owner, Ronnie Sumler, is hosting the Business Scaling Challenge in remembrance and honor of her father, the late civil rights activist, Rodney Sumler. He helped a lot of African-American owned businesses and local community leaders participate in politics. However, when he passed away, all of his ventures died with him. This inspired his daughter, Ronnie Sumler, to help community business owners preserve their businesses. Her business Digital Dandelions offers business bibles to record business processes and procedures. Their business bibles are their branded run of show business manuals that have everything you need to run your business in one place. Their business scaling kit is the first step in creating a business bible. It includes everything needed to grow your business in one place. Join the Business Scaling Challenge Facebook group for more information and good luck in scaling your business. iRedify is a black-owned digital platform that showcases black and brown cultures and people. The books on the platform are written by African-American authors, Afro-Caribbean authors, African authors, and so much more. Kids 14 and under can read eBooks, listen to audio books, And complete learning activities. Kids can even write in the books digitally. Get unlimited access to everything on the platform for only $8.99 a month at iRedify.com. Sign up for your membership today. Jeanette Davis is a well established author with six published books black survival in white America from past history to the next century was published in 1995 and it delves into the history of African Americans before slavery up to contemporary times the great divide between blacks and whites was released in 2008 and her autobiography black just like my mama was published in 2010 soulful journey The Business of Beings was released in December 2021 and her two latest books, Echoes from the Heart, Love Throws Poetry and Master Being Human were both published in January of 2022. Jeanette Davis' writings delve deeply into the psyche of black people from ancient to contemporary times. She cuts no corners and leaves no stones unturned in relating truth, letting the chips fall where they may on both African and European doorsteps. Order Jeanette Davis's books today at Amazon.com. Search for Jeanette Davis and get to know her work today.